Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Kicking Back podcast. I am joined here today with the delightful Sean Rogan. Hello, Hello. mate. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Bradley. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. This is a dream. A dream come true. Yeah. I've I've been looking forward to having you on for quite some time, Sean. Thank you, Bradley. And of course, we have the usual suspects at the back, Matthew Campbell. Hello. Hello, Bradley. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to have Sean here. We've not seen him for well, we've just <laughs> talked about a long, a long time. Yeah. Nearly a year. Yeah. Well, yeah. My birthday last year, and it's nearly my birthday. Mm. So there you go. So me and Sean, <laughs> before this pandemic, we were just saying like, last time we saw each other, we had a plan. We were going to go for a coffee, and we decided like, let's just leave it a couple of weeks and get this like COVID <laughs> thing sorted. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm sure it'll blow over. And yeah, now yeah. we're here. <laughs> Crazy man, crazy, <laughs> crazy name. So, Sean, um, for the people who are watching at home and the people that are listening in the future or watching on Whoa. YouTube, hello everyone, thank you for joining us. Um, Sean, give people a little sum up of who you are, what it is you do, and why the hell you're here, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> why am I here? Um, my name is Sean Rogan, probably said it below anyway, but you know, um, I'm a musician, I write songs and I am in a band called Diving Station and a band called Might Be and I release stuff under my own name as well. Um, yeah, that's what I spend pretty much all of my time doing <laughs> and have done for a, for a really long time. Um, I studied music here in Manchester with you lovely people. Yeah. Um, since then I've just been doing that. Nice one. Um, the past year has been 100% that, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> So you have just released your EP to speak, yeah, man, um, which I had to listen to today and yesterday. Whoa, delightful! Mm. Very nice, man. It's um, do you want to tell us a bit about, yeah, what's the story of this EP? You know, yeah. what's what's going on? Um, you know, I st I started writing songs when I was like maybe. 14 I don't know I'm just making up a number when I was a teenager <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago and then I mm. went to uni and found loads of other musicians that do that too and I basically stopped writing songs altogether and did the band thing instead and I mean I was in bands before uni but um we started diving station in in freshers pretty much and I kind of just did that and I got really into guitar and I got really into practicing guitar and it went into jazz and just did that and just kind of left the songwriting thing behind for a bit which was fine um and then I don't know I came out of uni and just I think I realized that what I was listening to and what I was creating wasn't necessarily adding up in mm -hmm. a way that pleased me <laughs> mm -hmm. um so I just kind of mm -hmm. started kind of playing around with that idea again I mean, yeah, here we are like two years later and it, it's kind of happened. I mean, it's funny, I, I was kind of sight the first time where I properly decided that I was going to, like, do the recording my own songs thing again, is um, I live with three other musicians and all three of them went to India to do a gig without me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really far away. And that house is, is so busy all the time because we have, like, rehearsals there and we do recording there and I've just... I don't think I've ever spent more than two nights alone in that house until wow. lockdown, to be fair. But at that point, it had never happened. 
and then suddenly they were all in India. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. So I obviously just filled my time by trying to do, be productive because I was mm-hmm. scared of being alone. <laughs> um, and I was like, maybe now's a good time to, to do the, the songwriting thing that no one knows about. Mm. So I'll do that. Because like singing in, when people can hear you, it's kind of weird. when If you sing to someone as a performance, then it's not weird. Mm-hmm. And if you sing by yourself, it's not weird. But if you sing to someone, sing and someone's in the next room, then it's really weird for some reason. And right. I just find it really like it made me kind of weirdly like anxious, I guess, to the fact that mm. people could hear that and like they could hear me like <coughs> trying to write songs and obviously there's a lot of trial and error in that process and mm-hmm. you come out with a lot of trash. <laughs> 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 so maybe that was an excuse for a while, but I don't know. Mm. I was like, you know what, I've got two, three nights by myself, let's let's do this. So I made some mm. like little demos in that time and I kind of vowed to never send anyone those demos because they're pretty <laughs> shocking. But um, that was kind of the start of it. And then I I didn't have a lot of time at that point. I was like gigging a lot, um, which is also just really tiring. And I don't know, I don't think I really got into the swing of it until lockdown, basically. Right. Um, <clears throat> we had, I did a gig with um, the lovely people that, have agreed to play my music, <laughs> which is um, James Davis, Chris Rabbits, Ollie Cox, and Phoebe Taylor. They're all great. I owe them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a gig at the Castle Hotel last <coughs> last summer. We the were summer there, before yeah, that one. Man. We were there, man. We were there. The last real summer where we could go <laughs> outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and that was kind of the grand opening (laughs) Um, and that was kind of yeah the songs that I'd kind of been demoing over the past year but I was still definitely finding my feet and then in we had like rehearsals for that and then we didn't really play again for ages just because other stuff was happening and whatever Um, and then lockdown I just got well into it and it was much more of a lonely venture obviously this time around but um, through remote recording and that kind of thing we got it done Um, I got the wonderful Carl Ziegler to mix it and do some production-y bits and yeah. And then it took me a really, really long time to release it because <laughs> 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 I get really into the creative bit and then as soon as it turns into not that, I kind of switch off a bit, I think. But yeah, yeah. I'm the exact same. I think, and you can relate to that as well, like it, um, anything that's not the creative thing, I'd rather sit there like dicking around with stuff <laughs> endlessly than actually have to like <laughs> like accept that that bit's over and get on with yeah because it all just seems so boring in comparison. It is, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not to some people. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's especially when you've been listening to the material for so long mm-hmm. as well, and then it gets to you and it's time to mix it and things, and then you're like, mm. it's so hard to come out with a, a fresh perspective yeah mm-hmm. and to commit to it and be like this yeah. is what it is that's it yeah and i'm yeah. prepared to yeah, yeah. tell you that that's what it is <laughs> yeah because <exactly. laughs> yeah, you can yeah. forever be tweaking man Absolutely. until the cows come home but someone's got to put them cows away <laughs> away <laughs> put away your cows <laughs> and show us your music god damn it um yeah no the, the ep sounds awesome man thank you um yeah i was i was gonna say i was very impressed but i expected it to be good anyway, so well, I'm maybe you're disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was yeah, it was a very nice listening experience. Mm-hmm. So you did. Um, so how much of it did you record yourself? Um, so that EP, 
there was like some remote stuff. So like Ollie Cox did the drums. I think there's only one song with drums in. Is that true? Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. We did that over Zoom. That's one of the only pictures nice. I took of us recording that EP is some <laughs> crappy Zoom screenshot <laughs> back when that was a thing. Um, and James Davis did all the like synths and piano-y stuff on it, which is great. Um, I did pretty much all the guitar and um, my friend Louis Campbell. I don't know if you guys know him. But I don't know. I, I know kind of, of him. But Does he play in that? Quite like, yeah, quite he does. I, I've we met got, Louis yeah. once. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's great. Yeah, he's um. So I've been like recording more music since that EP, like in the past few months and stuff. But I think I find it quite hard to like be in both the writing producer headspace and the mm. like recording guitarist headspace at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he's just been my like guy. What <laughs> 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 to say? Like, yeah. he's so good at guitar, man. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Puts me to shame. But um so he did some extra stuff. He plays banjo and like yeah, does like classical guitar and okay. like Right, okay. I thought the banjo was you. Yeah, no way. No way. But then I, again I wasn't surprised, man. I just I was like, Of course. Sure. <laughs> of course sure <laughs> plays banjo. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I did. I don't even have one. They're cool. I tried to play Louis once. That was the only recording for the E P that I did. Or one of the only recordings I did for in person for that EP was like literally the weekend before lockdown. Louis came around and we did some banjo. <laughs> nice, <laughs> weird. But um, yeah, he did. Yeah, did that basically and some like of the acoustic guitar stuff. I don't really have an acoustic guitar that is worth recording, so okay. I either borrow my housemates or if he's not around, then I ask Louis to do. <laughs> um, and then. Izzy Baker did all the strings on it. Nice. Which is, she's great. She's great, man. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I literally just give her a project and she just does stuff and it's always great. <laughs> um, yeah, she's great at just like, I guess, improvising and just mm-hmm. layering stuff and it okay. works. Yeah. Um, and then Phoebe did um, some vocals as well yeah. from home. I feel like I'm forget- going to forget someone and it's really stressing me out because oh, they're going to be worry, like at home cool. like, <laughs> when I did the rec rooms thing with you guys, right, we did an interview and I was, James was staying at my house at that point, James Davis, who did the performance. And I didn't mention him in the whole interview because I was really nervous about the interview, yeah, right? I remember yeah, that, yeah. And I was like, I don't know, I just didn't want to say anything stupid. So I was like, just concentrating on the facts. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and he was quite upset about it. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of like that fake, like, you won't talk to yeah, you for an hour kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Totally bad. Fake. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, mate. it's like you pretend it, but then yeah. you mean it, but then you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Did he bring it up, or did you realize? No, he put it up <laughs> straight away. <laughs> pretty subtle. <Son> like. <laughs> I deserved it. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Wow. I appreciate you, James. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the question? I I was just asking like what what you'd re- recorded and, uh, oh, and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, you seem to have. Yeah, you, you uh, it was kind of yeah. It was very collab. I think it was more collaborative than maybe it felt, just because it was so like pieced together and like done in bedrooms and stuff that but I guess it was quite collaborative in terms of like ideas and stuff are you sort of pretty chilled and like I I want some banjo lay down some sweet banjo or you're like this is kind of what I want you know I think it kind of depends I think I'm always careful to ask people that I would want their thing yeah I find 
often like myself as a guitarist as well, I often get like involved in projects or something where they want guitar but not really necessarily they don't want me. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I know and I'm quite, I mean, I'm very wary of not putting people in that position because <laughs> it's a weird position to be in because it's like you're flattered but you also know that you're probably not going to do a very good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I'd try and be a bit, I don't know, they'd maybe say different things. I think I can get quite obsessed. When, once I get an idea of what it, I think it should be, then I think I can be pretty like annoying about it. But mm-hmm. um, I'm sure Izzy with the strings will tell you that I think I like the idea of saying like you do your thing and it's fine, and then I p- probably ask way too much for it <laughs> after that. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that mm. answered your question. That, I don't know. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> good, man. Um, so in terms of uh, influences on the sound of this mm. particular Thank recordings. You. Is there anyone you would say you'd referenced or pulled yeah, from? Yeah, absolutely. I am made a reference playlist on Spotify for this very reason. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, um, so Carl Ziegler mixed it as well, and we had a lot of Zoom stuff mm-hmm. and um, like trading Spotify playlists and that kind of thing. Um, there was a few like tracks in particular that we're concentrating on, so like. Do you guys know this guy, Christian Lee Hudson? No. no. He, he's like, I kind of find for myself to be like, I feel really similar to him, even though he doesn't know me. I feel like we know each other. <laughs> 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 even though he's like way older, he lives in LA, he doesn't okay. care who I am, but I feel like, I don't know what I'm saying. I think he's great. But um, he basically, he plays guitar for, and has played guitar for loads of bands, and he plays for Better Oblivion Community Centre, which oh, is okay. Phoebe Bridges yeah, yeah. and Conor Oberst thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, he's just an amazing guitarist. And mm-hmm. recently he's like come out with his like debut album, and it seems like, I don't really know, he's released like scraps of like EPs and stuff in the past, but it seems like this has been like the launch of like, I know what this is now. Mm-hmm. Thing right. But anyway, he's got this track called Northsiders, which was the only single that came out way before the album that has been out for like a year or so. Um, And it's very like, like Elliot Smithy and like, Mm -hmm. I guess it's like if Elliot Smith was recording albums now with like the gear that we have and the producers that we have, like double track guitar and double track vocals and just Mm -hmm. like warm and haunting at the same time. And, Mm -hmm. um, And the first single that I released, Speak, I was just like probably annoyingly so referencing that tune and that like every time Carl would send me a mix, I'd just be like, yeah, it doesn't sound like Northside. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it not sound like <laughs> And um, actually, so Hugo Meredith Hardy, who produces Diving Station, he did a bit of mixing on this one song as well and had the same conversation back and forth. And it's like, mm. it doesn't sound like that song. And he's like, maybe it's because you don't sound like that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. It's your fault. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> um, anyway, once that song came out, one of my friends messaged me saying that it reminded me, reminded them of that song. And I was like, yes, win. So everyone else was wrong. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that was a, a big reference for me because it's someone that, like, guitar is still a huge part of what he does, but they're very much, like, songwritery songs. And I think I was aware of, like, playing to my strengths in a way and not just scrapping the guitar because I was like, I'm a songwriter now and I don't want to, like, mm. 
guitar is what I spent most of my time doing for the past six years. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to just like throw that away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was a thing for like the acoustic side of things. Um, and then Bon Iver all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all day, every day. I, like, I heard that I mean, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Shameless. Just <laughs> 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 take it straight off there. <laughs> you got that um, first. You, you, you got, got that, that first. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I see... I've not um, like posted it, but I made a a references playlist to like post. You know, everyone's making Spotify playlists now. Yeah. To, like, mm-hmm. it's just a scam to get people to follow you on Spotify, right? But <laughs> um, I was very careful to like pick the songs that influenced me, but not the ones that I stole. <laughs> Otherwise, it just gives away my secrets. Yeah. But screw it, it's fine. Really. Yeah. But um, yeah. twenty-two million. Yeah. Is just I don't know. I could. I could talk about that on the whole podcast, mm. but Let's maybe do the, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that so much, and yeah, I think I when that. I heard that album, it was just I'd never heard anything like it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe even now, like I don't know. Every time I listen to it, there's something new that still amazes me, and it's yeah. not just like oh that's cool. It's like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd put on all the all of his yeah. albums. I just relentlessly put on yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I listened to that one like two days ago. Just playing some Mario Kart, put that on, <laughs> and it's like every tune. <laughs> Seriously, <Golden. yeah. laughs> Matt, the serious musician. I love Mario music. Kart. Stick it on the Mario Kart. I wasn't on my own. It was right, like yeah. a little bit. That's <laughs> I, don't know that, I don't know whether that changes okay. things or not. Um, but yeah, just ev- every track, man. It's, it's a blend of songwriting, and it's the same thing that like you're going for that blend of songwriting and just like soundscape. Yeah, thing is just beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, guys, master. Yeah. He's Any particular tunes on the album? <laughs> or do you not want to tell us? No, <laughs> <laughs> There's a song that I always get the name wrong. It's either called Stratford or Stratford. Oh, uh, yeah. Apartments. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's just, a beautiful song. Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was another big reference for um, just like, I guess, I don't know. I used it for a reference all the time. And like the stuff that I've been working on now, I use it as well. Just. That song, I think the vocals in that song are so amazing because mm-hmm. there's kind of no lead singer and also you can hear it's just in the whole time in a weird, like, mm-hmm. they do this weird, like, pitched up vocal thing and it's just, there's so many layers and they just kind of bring them in and out all the time that you never really settle on, like, a sound, but yeah. the song's it's quite short and I don't know, it's just, I, it's so clever, I don't I've still not even figured out like what's really going on, but mm-hmm. um, there's a song um, called Adriana on my EP where I was like really meticulous with the vocal layering. So I think there's like I don't even know. There's probably like th- at least three or four tracks of my like lead vocal, and then like probably a double track of Phoebe's vocal as well. And they're pretty much all just doubling each other the whole time in octaves. But I really wanted that idea of it just kind of feeling kind of effortlessly like mixing between the two and it never really settling on like mm. uh, maybe it's like a shyness thing as well as I didn't really want it to be like hey I'm a lead singer now <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and I just thought that yeah that was a reference for that anyway just because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I thought those layers were really cool mm-hmm. um, yeah more references I don't know there's loads just um, pick one up 
I mean, but go for ones that we probably haven't heard of because I, I I always say this like it's good to hear sure. artists that I've never <laughs> even mm. heard of. I always go back and listen to these and be like, oh, this or that, sure. and pick them up. So, so the thing that with the um, like I guess lyrically or like the theme of the whole thing, basically, there's a, do you know the band Manchester Orchestra? Mm. No. They're an American band. This is the wrong Manchester, but whatever. Right, okay. Um and from what I can gather it's like there's a songwriter called Andy I don't know his second name, but it doesn't matter. He won't be a listener, he won't care. Mm. Um and it's kinda like it's basically like a rock band. Like they almost sound like Biffy Clyro or something, but right. The songwriting's so like beautiful, and he, there's a lot of acoustic versions of his songs, basically, of um, just him like doing it himself, and they're all equally beautiful. Oh. Andy Hall. Is it Andy Hall? Yeah. Hall or Hall? I can't tell because you use Scottish accent, James. With an A or or, or a U? Hall. Did anyone? I think it's a U, like the place. Yeah. Andy Hall. Yeah, and he's guy. the he's the m- the main dude, is it? Yes, right. Cool. Um, and what was I saying? Sorry, there's a song that um, a Manchester Orchestra song, which there's an acoustic version as well, which I actually heard first, um, called "I Know How to Speak." I think it's called that. And it was like I'd written the song "Speak," which was the first single, and kind of where the title of the EP came from. Mm-hmm. Before I'd heard that song, and then I heard that song, and I was like. It felt like the the ans- or like I'd answered that song in a weird way. I don't know. I had this weird mm. moment where I was like, he just said what I've been trying to mm. like say with a whole AP in like two minutes. So much better than I did. And <laughs> that, it was so weird to discover that. And then that kind of like, I think I discovered that within the process of writing the EP. And then I kind of doubled back on myself and was like, maybe that's a cool thing that I can focus on. And that's kind of where the title came from of this like... I guess being involved in bands and being like the guitarist for a while, then suddenly finding like maybe I can say my own thing, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, which is kind of where the title came from. But anyway, that song is absolutely beautiful, and I think like I guess the lyrics I don't really know. I've not spoken to him, but it kind of seems to share a similar thing of like Mm. figuring out how to say whatever you mean. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a big influence. Back in a backwards way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the influence I didn't know about. Yeah. I've kind of because I used to listen to that band a lot, so maybe I think maybe I'd had heard it and I'd forgotten. And it that right. message. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. It'll be Wait. a good story if it had. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that one. Yeah, that's, that's a good press story. Yeah. <laughs> um, with, when you started writing um, the song "Speak," I was listening to it last night. Like, well, like really early this morning, at like four a.m. Must have been just oh all right. And yeah, I was wondering about the lyrics, like what um what started you writing that like especially the first verse. Sure. Um I'm trying to think about the first verse of that song. But <laughs> played that song in so long. Um I think it's all about like I've always been really crap at speaking about my feelings and things, especially to like my friends. Mm-hmm. Um it's basically just about that, really. Um and that kind of ties in with the launching my solo project and launching the EP which is called that yeah. and the yeah, yeah. kind of double meaning I guess in a way mm-hmm. of like hey here's me 
and also like I could speak about my feelings now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that. Yeah. Really. yeah, it makes sense. And when, especially like if you're a lead guitarist and stuff, and you spend so much of your time just trying to communicate with people through note choice. Yeah, <laughs> right. You? Which is no one cares <laughs> about my note choice. <laughs> no, people love your note choice, yeah. man. But um, yeah, but it after a while, it does. It, it starts to feel like, and the same like listening to other guitarists. Sometimes you just want a voice to come. Yeah. in and just give you like I don't know but I, obviously on the flip side it's nice to take your own meaning but just the place where I'm at now I really like just having a subject or like a story in particular to follow throughout a song sure. it just yeah so I, I definitely feel you on, on having that change of heart was yeah. it um when you started writing I'm just kind of picturing like everyone's gone off to India <laughs> and you're just like sort of like grab the acoustic guitar <laughs> he's like yeah exactly just starts like, like <laughs> was it quite like a, a an organic thing or was it like uh, you you made that that choice um i think it kind of was a choice mm. i think i had to, i was so used to not doing it and so used to just playing guitar that i think i had to make a choice of being like maybe i should try this thing now mm. it kind of started as more of a that was a laptop. Um, more of like a Ableton thing. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you type all day whilst you're on logic. Um, uh, it started as like more of a laptop-y, production-y thing. Mm. I think a lot of it also probably stemmed in that I was getting very tired of playing the guitar all the time. Um, mm. And I'd recently got really into Ableton. So I, it kind of started in that way and like recording like just crappy keyboard sounds or like whatever I could find um uh so it wasn't really the like pick up a guitar and write an acoustic right, right. thing mm. which it kind of is now i've kind of gone back to that because i find that i get i lose motivation very quickly when i'm staring at a screen the whole time yeah mm -hmm. um but i think i needed to put the guitar away for a bit to discover that <laughs> yeah well yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense um, I was going to ask you about your approach to lyric writing cool. in terms of whether you do it, ask this to everyone, do you do it phonetically? Do you do it, uh, do you write the lyrics before you do the music? What's sure. Or is it different for everyone? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny, I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this, like, especially in preparation for this podcast, I feel like. <laughs> well, the way you're going to ask me these kind of questions are <laughs> really hard to answer. <laughs> um, with writing, I feel when it's going well, you don't really know what's going on. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I feel like the times where I think, like, this is my process and this is how I'm doing it are the times where I'm not really having a very good time. Well, not doing a very okay. good job of it because I'm so aware of... Like, if, I, if I'm not really feeling that inspired, but I feel like I should write. I'm like, cool, I'll do that. I'll write a guitar thing and then I'll write some lyrics to it. And then it doesn't really go very well. And then when those sudden bursts of like, I need to write a song now, happens. I don't even really remember what happens. It just, it all happens at exactly the same time in a weird like burst of energy and then it disappears again and you're like, whoa, I made that thing. Mm -hmm. um, which is a kind of a non-answer to a question really. But, um, but then I guess with lyrics, obviously, so maybe that burst of energy comes in and I write like a verse or even just like a guitar thing or whatever and I kind of mumble some things and a few words maybe that 
I know the song is going to be about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll definitely go back and finish off lyrics. So I guess it's kind of like maybe something starts it off, then I like kind of expand that out with arrangement and guitars and whatever. And then I go back and finish the lyricy bit. I find that's for me that's the hardest bit. Maybe it's just because that's the thing I've done the least, but mm-hmm. it's really long. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's I don't know, it's not always fun. Like playing guitar is fun. Mm-hmm. But writing lyrics can get your head into some weird spaces sometimes and maybe make you think about things that maybe you should think about but you don't want to or don't need to or whatever. I don't know. But so sometimes it you get yourself into a bit of a hole, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I don't know. Hmm. Does that answer the question? <laughs> I think I don't it know. does. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't. I th- I'm also still figuring it out, and I think yeah, maybe that's why. I see. It's, it's different for every <coughs> every uh, not project, but every creation. Yeah. I guess that mm. moment of inspiration. Do you have a? Uh, unless it's probably a quite crazy question. Do you have a process of being able to evoke that space of inspiration? Or does it just come um, out of the blue? I feel like I've been trying to answer that question for the past year <laughs> in mm. my own head. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah. But I really like it if I could. And I'm getting there. Because mm-hmm. I know that, I don't know, there's people that write songs for a living, right? It's, it can be done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm definitely... I get into that headspace more frequently now than I did. I think there's like a weird like mythological thing about it where people like to think that it's just this magical thing that happens and then you can't plan it and you can't practice it and you never get better at it or you don't like it just you've either got it or you don't. Mm. Um, And I used to like do it very naturally when I was a teenager and then maybe through kind of being at music college or whatever, I don't know, I just kind of lost that thing. Mm. Um, and I think it took some effort to get that back. Yeah. And like, a, yeah, it's kind of backwards, I guess. But <coughs> I I think I'm getting better at it. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. It it takes a while. I don't know, it's... I don't know what I'm saying. you got <laughs> you got to like write a lot of... You know, yeah. Shit, I'm yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. Definitely. And it's quite difficult to like. I think a lot of it is seeing it through and finishing stuff. Mm. I had so many bits of songs that I never finished because that's the hard bit, right? You've done the yeah. like fun mm-hmm. hour of like, oh, I'm really inspired. I'm gonna do it, and then it's like it's not really a song yet, and then you have to finish it, and then that's mm-hmm. the like laborious bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think finishing it is really important because then you can move on and just be like, it's done. Um, and so yeah, I think my point was, the more you do it, the more it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. And even like the fact that I didn't do that throughout the whole university, and then I started doing it, and now I do it more, kind of proves that I guess. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Uh, it's interesting you saying about um, having it in your teens and then not having it sure. in college because I had these, like, I had I the had exact same, same yeah. thing. Man. <laughs> same, man. I was so creative. Music college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so creative when I, I was like a teenager. I don't know if it was because I was so bloody angsty or whatever, but like <laughs> I'd just like crank out songs like nobody's business, and then yeah, and then something happened. Um, I know what happened, Brad. Yeah, what happened? Sean? Went to music college. People <laughs> judged you on people judged me. <laughs> and yeah, and it ruined 
the love of music. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I, I know I know what you mean. I'm I'm definitely finding more creativity in 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 the thoughtlessness and and mm. not being like like a thoughtless bastard, <laughs> but you know, spacious, <laughs> selfish. Right? Yes, being a selfish prick, horrible song. <laughs> <laughs> that works, man. <laughs> But I've definitely felt that being in a more mindful state of mind helps me to be more creative. Sure. Because you sort of clear out the clutter and you leave space for something to yeah. come out of something, wherever that thing is. Mm. And you know what? Like, in a way, lockdown's been amazing for that and terrible for that in that I'm definitely running out of juice now because nothing's happened to me in the past year, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've backtracked through all the... Uh, Happenings of the past ten years, I'm I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) But um, having that headspace was everything for that time, and that that I think that's the only way that I was able to do it. And I'm definitely gonna need to figure that out once things start to get busy again, because I'm a I'm a little bit wary of like that and me leaving that behind because I get busy again, and I don't want that to happen. Mm. But I think the main thing is just showing up every day and trying or like yeah, every yeah. other day or whatever and if nothing happens th- and not beating yourself about it if nothing happens because I think I can be quite guilty of like forcing myself to do things out of wanting to be productive all the time mm. and if you do that and you don't get anything then that is fine but my go-to move there is just to carry on because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, like yeah. giving up on things yeah. and, um, and I think I need to learn to give up yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing it's, it's kind of like give up, <laughs> please give up man yeah. we've all been saying it for years <laughs> 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 behind your back you decided to tell me live i was thinking like if we thought it we wouldn't say it because it, it wouldn't be a, a <laughs> yeah. very good joke <laughs> so yeah. there's kind of there's some safety in it yeah because the, tr- the truth hurts <laughs> <laughs> great love you guys Sorry, oh, it's nice to see you too uh, no, but, uh, on a serious note it's like with that's the thing it's it's like when nothing happens and you just show up anyway that's gonna be part of it for everyone there's not like a, a songwriter or a musician who hasn't had that happen mm. quite a lot as well like it's it's not gonna be so the next time that happens it's not gonna be the last time either so i think part of it is like is outwardly thinking actually this is like part of the process sure. and it'd be you'd be pretty crazy if every time you wanted something to happen it was like there it is yeah didn't I? I mean, that'd be amazing yeah it would be cool but it's um unless you like I don't know maybe Sting is, has <laughs> can say something else about that but <laughs> he's got some pretty crappy albums man <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah everyone's got like you know you got to produce a few turd sandwiches haven't you man it's just it's the way it's got to be yeah it's the balance man the balance. I think I'm I'm learning to find joy in writing rubbish songs yeah because mm. as soon as you decide that you don't care about it anymore but you think you should finish it out of like something will come out of it it's kind of fun. Because yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's only to yourself, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a cheap laugh. So, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, we gotta take everything we can right now. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, Sean, for people that are still still listening, like like they got bored and they left. No, for people that are watching live um, and they want to just check out where your things are online, where can they find them? And if you're looking to camera two over there. Yes, George pointed at the George different camera. At, George pointed at the wrong camera. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> one job, oh, okay. one job pointed at the wrong. We've only got two oh, cameras, crap. George. 
what am I doing? Uh, Sorry. So Hi. tell people where they can find your yep. stuff online. Um, all my music is on Spotify and Bandcamp. Um, under my own name, Sean Rogan, or Diving Station, um, or might be involved in these things. But um, if you want the most me, Sean Rogan. <laughs> um, on the social media as well. I lied yesterday and I said it was all on the Sean Rogan music and I was wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, um, people are going to get real mixed messages. My, there, yeah, but you know what? You'll probably That's just go onto the Rec Rooms page and there'll be a link anyway. You'll so be fine. fine. You're but fine. my Instagram name is Sean underscore Rogan underscore. There's, there's an underscore after it. I don't like it. Is that out of choice or no. your, your handles? I think there was another Sean Rogan oh, and there was a Sean <laughs> underscore Rogan. <laughs> God damn. You can't have it all, man. Yeah, you can't right. have it all. Um, to answer, we had a question before. Oh boy. From my mother. <coughs> your mother? <laughs> my mother. Mom, I'm not getting rid of my moustache anytime soon. There we go. I've answered that <laughs> question. <laughs> Does she want you to get rid of it? I didn't realise she had something against my moustache. Mm, um, like she does. It sounds like <laughs> she does. Uh, I don't know what she's thinking, man. I thought you said, I don't know what you... I, I, <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Is he going to say, I don't know what you're thinking about that? <laughs> no, no, that no. stupid moustache. You've, you've had it too long now. And now when you see pictures of Brad from a while ago, it doesn't really look like Brad. He's missing something. Yeah, there's something missing. I, I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. We did... Well, I don't know when that was. The last year has been a time hole, but mm. we recorded in a church with the Ben Fenner. The oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that was the first time I'd seen you in ages. Yeah. And we all did the same. We spent all day together, and then we all got in the car on the way home. We just went, "Did you see Brad's mustache?" <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like it's really good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. There you go. That's, that is one thing I like about wearing the mask is the people they always they always ask me if I've still got it, and I will just You've like got a secret. It. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, yeah, it's a little talking point, isn't it? It is. Man. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. To be honest, I'm I'm very I'm happy with it. How often do you shave it? Uh, I trim it like every day. Because oh, wow. it, no it's, you know, as soon as it gets like past the lift, it's I don't know. I can't grow uh, my well. <laughs> It gets past, you know, it gets, as soon as it gets into the lip area, you mm. start chewing on it. It's not nice, man. It's not mm. pleasant. I and mean, then you look like a moron as well. So <laughs> it's, you know, but yeah, every day. Mm. Yeah. Cool. But I had a mustache a couple of days uh, ago. Yeah. No, uh, no, this morning I had one. Oh, wow. Um, I've had a lot of different looks over that damn man. I was cool. like, I was basically like, I'm living with these guys and I've known them for a long time now. They don't goes. care, but I can give them a really cheap laugh if I come downstairs <laughs> <laughs> one day with like a crazy goatee, just sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I've had like mutton chops. Great <laughs> it's just like if I know I'm not leaving the house for a while, yeah. or if I'm not seeing anyone that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that cares, <laughs> which is you know. Have you um, done any lockdown haircuts? I I haven't. There's um, uh, there's a good reason that Brad is well. We're lucky he's wearing headphones at the moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, you showed me. I I'm not going to show the people at home. but uh, I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. It's not, but it's like it's pointing up. To, uh, should I show? Just no, do, it, gonna, okay. do it, bro. Right, I'll show the people at home on the wide camera. <laughs> no one laugh. So I'm going to have to take my headphones off. But you can see how there's, a, there's a, a pointing arrow going on right here, thanks to George over there for cutting my <laughs> hair. May I say that George's haircut is excellent. Did I did George's, it? and I have to say, I did a bloody good flawless. job of it. I fl- you know, I got like the comb and the the shaver, and did all the you know the fading and all that sort of stuff. Whoa. You know, George, 
Absolutely cocked it up. Well, no, the rest of it's fine. It's Listen, just I did a okay. glorious job. Thank you very much. All right. There was well, just one, one little mistake. <laughs> Gl- it's granted, a pretty key mistake. Glaringly <laughs> obvious, now that you pointed it out. Yeah. But, you know, I was also I was under time pressure as well, you see, because the, uh, the Clippers were definitely running out of battery. So mm. it's like I either give Brad half a haircut or a very, very good haircut. Couldn't possibly charge the uh, Thank the you, Sean. <laughs> we'll just say, let's leave it there. We'll charge, we'll charge it and we'll come back to this and finish this off. Mm-hmm. No, he did a rush job. Hey, hey you got you look at your hair. You look good. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's all right. You look great. Well, apart from this, I've had to yeah, do some adjustments. There was a little bit at the back mm-hmm. that I also missed. Just keep the headphones on forever. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to now. <laughs> I was I was like, oh, it'll be okay. And I was like, oh, this is the side that everyone sees sure. of my mm-hmm. face. So I'll just, yeah, it's fine. You don't hold grudges anyway. No, it definitely not. sound like it. <laughs> 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 Who's been doing your hair, Sean? Well, I live with Gareth Jones. Oh, yeah. Very talented keyboard player and <laughs> producer. Hairdresser. <laughs> very talented hairdresser. <laughs> no, this story is to tell you why he's very much not a talented hairdresser. Oh, no. Izzy Baker, who did all the strings that I was talking about before, um, was living with us for a while in lockdown as well. And um, she cut my hair. And then Gareth swoops in with the clipper. It was basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. I had very similar look to you for a while. Izzy did a wonderful job. Gaz swoops in with the clippers, goes, nah, you need to use these. <laughs> Makes it so much worse. There's, uh, yeah. It was, it was last summer. I've recovered now. I've had a few haircuts since. But anyway... That was terrible. And then <laughs> Gareth's mum is a hairdresser and she does like mobile hairdressing at mm. the moment. Um, and when that was a thing, whenever that was allowed last year at some point, she came around and fixed all of our hair because we all had pretty shocking like, <laughs> haircuts. But she told me that mine was so bad that I'd need at least three haircuts until it was recovered to back to how I wanted it to be. No. I'm on haircut Gee. number two now, so. <laughs> One more to go. <laughs> Perfect. I've never thought about it like that. Like a, a bad haircut can actually set you back quite yeah, a long man. time in terms of right. unless you just shave it all off and start again. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You're hearing that, George. It yeah. took a long time to recover. It's a really it's damaging things. thing you did there. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it's alright, George. I you know, I I'm I, yeah, I'm over it now. I'm over it. It was <laughs> clearly, <laughs> okay. it's clearly over it. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's my little wizard hat. It's to point people to where the top of my hat is, in case people didn't know oh where that was. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Right, Sean, I'm going to ask you Uh-oh. a question. Um, there's two versions of this question. Okay, and I'll let you pick which version you want to answer. So there's the Ashley Garrett version, or there's the normal version. The Ashley Garrett version oh um, is... Uh, a desert island disc so it can be an album yeah but it can be sung by whoever you want anyone That's at so all. Garrett, doesn't it. have to be a singer <laughs> either can be and can be anyone just with a nice voice oh or God. whatever or you can do your traditional desert island discs you know what would you take with you oh my god it's a lot of pressure let's do desert island discs okay because there's more than i don't want to mm. pick one album yeah, okay. Okay. How many do I get? Um I normally go five. Is that a lot? I don't know if that's a lot. I think Not that's enough. a good Give me ten. <laughs> All right. No, ten ten. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've thought about this in the past because it's like classic 
car conversation yeah. on the way to a gig or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a really hard choice, right? And it's funny because I think there's albums that I definitely listen to a lot that I wouldn't take to me with me on a desert island. If like if my aim is survival, then listening to Phoebe Bridges for a week, mm. I'm not going to watch it. So as much yeah. as I love Strangers in the Alps, it's going in the bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for my own I think, yeah, I think you made the right move. <laughs> um, let's get it out of the way. 22 a million, yep. straight off the mm-hmm. bat. Nice. Because that's the... Right, with Bon Iver. I love Forever dearly. Obviously, that was the first one I heard, and it's beautiful, whatever. But again, survival, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to have a nice time on this island. <laughs> <laughs> Am I alone on this island? Uh, yeah, it's just you yeah. and, and your, your, your f- five yeah. or however many albums. Because I think with 22 million, right? I guess it is a kind of a sad album, but you can also listen to it in a, in a non-sad way. Yeah. Like playing Mario Kart, right? Yeah, you don't pumped, play Mario Kart and listen to Forever. Maybe you do, I don't know. I guess, uh, every, <laughs> now, every now and again, it's, that's, a, that's a different kind of mood there. Yeah. 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 Um, sad Mario Kart. And it's kind of, maybe it's more cathartic in a way, because it's kind of angry, that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like shouting, so maybe that'd be mm. nice. Um, so yeah, definitely that. Um, Blonde. By Frank Ocean, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. That album. I don't know if you guys are like no, into that, but mm. it's amazing. You mm-hmm. should listen to it. Okay. We should spend the rest of this podcast just listening to that album. Is, and just it. It. <laughs> is that the one where he's got green hair on on the front? Yeah, album? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It came out so. like four or five years ago. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, some of that. Mm. He's got two albums. There's Channel Orange, which I, I love, didn't know at the time. I love that one. <coughs> I, th- I know mm. that. Yeah, I don't. It's probably amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Bond was the second one. I discovered that one first. I was super late to the Frank Ocean. I feel like loads of people think of Frank Ocean as being that like high school thing. Yeah. Mm. Especially, I don't know, people like our age that I've spoken to who are big fans are like, yeah, I love Channel Orange in high school, but I don't know, I, was, I wasn't that cool in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the first Ben Howard album, all of right, high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that Ben Howard's not cool. But, um, so I was quite late to discovering that. So Blonde was the first one I heard. But that album, like, I come back to it so often. And when I first heard it, it totally blew me away. And then I kind of forgot about it for years. And then I kind of got really back into it in lockdown again. I remember I showed my housemate, Reese, And we had, like, this super nice, like, bonding sesh where I was just like, have you heard this album? And he's like, no. And then he's just... You know when you show someone something and you really want them to feel the same way as you do and often it's not the case? And then he was just so on board and I was like, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we tanned that album a lot last year. But it's also quite a long album, which Mm. kind of bodes well if you've only got five albums to listen to for for the rest of your life. Um, But it's also got, like... Like, it's really beautiful. It's got a load of, like lovely emotional you know double tracked falsetto vocals mm-hmm. i love but then it's also like some super boppy tunes and you could have a lot of fun listening to it as well if you wanted to <laughs> on your um, own yeah <laughs> just well, you around. Yeah. <laughs> why not man you gotta dance on this island yeah. if you yeah. know yeah. come on yeah. um more okay if i'm on an island as well blue hawaii nice elvis presley mm Beautiful. Okay. Good vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> okay. it. That was my uh, saviour through uh, some of lockdown last year. Okay. Play it in the morning. <laughs> 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 
It brought me Lovely. back to another time that I yeah. never lived through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could imagine listening to that on the beach mm. on my on my island. <laughs> I'm claiming this island as like my paradise rather mm. than my uh, survival. <laughs> Your demise. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, it's such a feel-good album and it's just lovely and it's kind of weirdly Christmassy at the same time, which mm. makes no sense. <laughs> so it works for every season. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any like historical attachment to Elvis Presley. It's not like some childhood thing or mm. like... Mm. I just think it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> it makes I've, me feel great. I've not listened to that album. I don't think I've actually gone through any of his albums except there's this like beastly compilation album. It's sure. like 50 tunes yeah. or something. Um and we, I remember when we were in Canada, we tanned that all the time, oh. and we, um, and you just get the full progression as well. Yeah. You know what I mean, it just like yeah, every era. But yeah. <laughs> what what tunes are on Blue Hawaii? All Is the it? ones that sound like Hawaii, <laughs> <laughs> such as Blue Hawaii. There's yeah, Aloha, Low. I, lo- okay. I don't know any names. Um, there's Can't Help Feeling in Love, but like the one that sounds Hawaiian. <laughs> the Hawaiian one. <laughs> the Hawaiian version. In brackets. Nice. Yeah. I, don't know, I always listen to it as an album and it just sounds like Hawaii, doesn't it? <laughs> um, like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that would cheer me up every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, how many is that? Three. That's three, yeah. Number four. Original pirate material, The Streets. Come on. No way. Okay. Oh, okay. That album's hilarious. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's also like amazing and pretty revolutionary, but it's just so funny. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't meant to be funny, but it's funny. Um, it's a lot of fun listening to that album, but it's also great. And like, I don't know, the production on it is so weird and kind of crap, but in a mm-hmm. really nice yeah. way. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I don't know, I have a weird relationship with The Streets. I love that album so much. And then the second one, I don't know if you guys are like, into them but um the second one's like even more funny but it's this like concept album about him losing a thousand pounds and it's so stupid you just have to listen to it <laughs> it basically starts and it's like yeah i've lost a thousand quid and my life's mm. rubbish and then there's a big like ending and he finds it's a thousand quid wow no yeah no i don't want to spoil it too much but streets are dry rise mate obviously yeah. huge banger everyone knows that's that. on yeah. the that album okay okay, okay so right. um and then, what's the um? What but you know it? That's but you know it. Yeah, yeah. that's on the yeah. album too. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Do There's a few outliers. <laughs> 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 probably had to squeeze them in f- to get the singles. <laughs> um, yeah, the first album was a lot more like garagey, I guess. And mm-hmm. okay. Um, there's like, um, what's that song called? Um, the song called "Don't Mug Yourself," which is so funny. Um, I should stop saying that's funny it makes it sound bad but it's just great but <laughs> yeah. anyway um, and then after that second album it just kind of trails off into just Mike Skinner just being a bit of a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what happened I don't know whether he started doing drugs or he stopped taking drugs but something happened something and his music got crap <laughs> oh, wow. um, or he just got old or I don't know Yeah. or maybe it's just not for me I shouldn't have said that. it's not for me to say he probably doesn't care that I don't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's probably not watching it. He's probably not watching it. <laughs> if you are, I'm really sorry, Mike. Can we collaborate? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's again, it's just another album that I come back to so often and just have a great... It's good like you're driving home from somewhere and mm-hmm. just have a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, one left. Mm, one left. 
All right. Bright Eyes. I don't know what the album's called. The album's oh. called Lifted or something about soil and something about the ground. It's a really long album name. Yeah. Everyone calls it Lifted because that's the first word. It's like mm. Lifted or and then like a, almost like an alternate title. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we able to pull that up, James? Uh, what is it? So the artist, I've never even heard of Bright, Bright, Bright Eyes. Eyes. Yeah. So their songwriter Connor Robust, who is in Better Oblivion yeah. with Phoebe, Phoebe Ridges, um, that was his project basically. Mm. Um, he's got like a million projects, but Bright Eyes is. So he's released a lot of albums under his own name as well over the years, and he's got like a punky band as well, which mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of. But um, Bright Eyes is like the the big boy. Okay. Um, there's loads of albums. Um, started when he was like dead young and there's like I think there's an album of, of like everything he did from the age of like thirteen to like seventeen or whatever and then he started releasing proper albums but there's all these like demo ones which are just mm. a lot of fun. But um yeah, okay. there's a very key moment where his voice breaks and everything changes. <laughs> 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 um, but he's just a mad like yeah. songwriter, like mm. kind of Bob Dylan esque of just churns them out and they're mm-hmm. just so I don't know, it's all about lyrics and yeah, I don't know, it's great. Yeah. But um, his like big album was uh, it's, it's Wide Awake and It's Morning. I'm Wide Awake and It's Morning. That's right. got a song called First Day of, you, of My Life on it, which you'll probably know. It's in loads mm. of like films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the cutesy acoustic album that everyone mm. loves, and it's great. And then he's got some... So he released that album, and on either like the same day or the same week or something, this is like 2003 maybe... Maybe I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> a while ago. Um, he released another album called Digital Ash and something. They all have really long names. I don't know. Um, and he released like the Cutesy Folk album and then a mad like electronic kind of bigger arrangement album of him like shouting rather than like singing mm-hmm. cute folk songs. He's just like so prolific, but it's all great. Okay. Um, but this album in particular as I think it's just one that I listened to a lot when I was younger and maybe just taught me a lot about songwriting and it's very rough around the edges okay. and like mm-hmm. he sounds like tired <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. he does in a lot of things from yeah. what I've heard yeah yeah. is it that album right that, so it's got coming through oh, yeah, yeah it is through. lifted the story is in the soil keep your ear to the ground okay it's great. I like it's the, also, the again, all it's in the really title. That's what, yeah, that's just yeah. like, could be called, who yeah. cares? I think everyone's just called it Lifted. What's <laughs> in the, the drawing in the middle? I can't quite really see. Can we zoom in on that? So the people listening at home with the seven and look at this. Uh, what's, it, what's the art? It's called Bright Eyes? Bright, Bright Eyes. Eyes. Does it, <coughs> well, right. Well, we're just looking at the artwork for that. It's yeah, I don't, I've never really thought about what that artwork is. I don't know. You know, I, I had that the other day. Because uh, uh, I've got Fremer on my... As a an LP, cool. Um, and I picked it up then. Actually, had a look at it. Yeah, that artwork. Mm. It's beautiful. And it's so there's so much going on. And I'd never. Do, do you know what I mean? Because when you think of it, you just kind of get like a, a general get that image. Texture, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at it. I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. Mm. Same with um, you know, the Fleet Foxes first album. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's such a detailed thing. It's beautiful. Oh, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, and the the inside sleeve of that as well. They talk about like what the album's about and everything. Sure. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, fascinating. That's and one thing like that's missing yeah. with with modern day stuff oh is, is the, so right. the physicality and the you mm. don't get all the the backstory. I like the, all the you know you get like the pictures, the <coughs> bands, and all mm. the you know. 
liner notes. Like, miss well. all that yeah. shit. Just that musings about what's going on in the album. I love all that stuff. And artwork can be like such a throwaway thing now because it's just a square on Spotify. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's easy to not think about it. But also, a thing that I thought about a lot when I was like, well, with the bands that I'm in as well, and we've talked about it a lot about artwork and. There's no need to have writing on artwork anymore, right? Oh, my God. Right, okay. I've touched a nerve. I'm, no, I'm glad you brought this up because the amount of times that I've, well, you know, back in the day uh, and fairly recently, like just albums and like people have sent me their artwork and, they said, and they've got like the, the track title on it or the, their name on it. I was like, sure. it doesn't need that on yeah. it, man. It doesn't need that. Like the amount of artwork <coughs> that you think of where it's just like a beautiful picture or something. Yeah, like, but I feel like... It, there used to be a good reason for it, right? Because you'd see it in a shop and you maybe wouldn't know what One, it is. Yeah, exactly. But there's no place now where you're going to see that artwork and it's not going to be written next to it, I think. Yeah. I yeah, feel like it kind of shits all over it, really. Yeah. Mm. But like then it's funny because I... Because, like, with Diamond Station, we've not had... Have we ever had? Maybe we've never had words on it. Maybe the first one does. I can't remember now. But anyway. Oh, do you know what? Some of it does. But anyway. It was a conversation we had. But then for my EP... I thought about it a lot, but then I ended up putting the title of the EP on it, but not my name because of what I wanted the artwork to look like. Mm. But I was very aware of maybe that being a stupid idea. Because <laughs> then you get into fonts and that's a whole... That's whole oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Suddenly you think about yeah. it and then everything looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Times New Roman. Yeah. It's just not... It's <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. So did you do the artwork for your EP? Or? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, okay. That's yeah, good fun. It was a lockdown that. thing. <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah, I basically... When I'd finished recording it and everything, and then I kind of started to come around to the idea of actually releasing it, and I was like, okay, there needs to be something. And I've never really been like a particularly visual person when it comes to art and stuff. No. I used to like be into drawing and stuff when I was a kid, but again, I've just not really done that ever since. But... um to fit with the well two things with saving money and also <laughs> wanting to kind of make a thing that felt like it was me um i kind of wanted to do it myself um so i had like a mad panic in lockdown of just trying to find stuff that would work i ended up going through like a really old hard drive that i found in my room that had a load of photos on it from like when i'd been on holiday or whatever and i went into railing when i was classic like <laughs> when i was 18 um, first year summer you know yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, and i found the pictures from that which was really cool because i hadn't seen them in ages but um they were kind of the only interesting enough photos that i had that were kind of worked as a starting point and then i really liked the idea of if i don't know writing the ep kind of felt like a very revealing in a way mm and especially like writing lyrics and like songs um and i like the idea of it being like a gallery in a way i had this weird like image in my head of it, the ep being like the art gallery in my brain <laughs> so yeah, really yeah, yeah. But, no, um so that's kind of what i had in mind when i was doing the artwork and i like the idea of like having this photo behind it and then i just like drew some crappy basically trying to draw like an art gallery <laughs> um uh, yeah um, it kind of looks more like window. Everyone said that it's like the windows, but that's fine. I guess that makes more sense because it's like there's windows into like 
the backdrop which is a picture of the outdoors which I guess makes sense but in my head it was like a gallery thing and there's these cut out squares that see through into what was behind um I can't remember why I was saying this. Just but that's the artwork. The art. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, let's pull it up. So the mm. people that are watching at home yeah, are just looking at Sean's Not artwork. Nice. Yeah. So you... My drawing skills. <laughs> awesome drawing <laughs> skills. <laughs> no, I like it. So, so, where's the pi- so where is that picture just behind the, the cardboard? That picture image? is in Slovenia at Lake Bled. <laughs> wow. Classic interrailing <laughs> destination. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's an amazing yeah. place. No, I, yeah. Now that you, now you've explained that, and I look at the artwork, and sure. seeing it in a whole different way, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a little like you know, there's crappy chair. That yeah, yeah. It, uh, out guys. No, I like it, man. Um, and then the point of the reason why I wanted the that's why I was saying this, the reason why I wanted the text on it was because I imagined it being like a plaque that you have at a gallery where it kind of says what it is. Right. It's yeah. A yeah. Justification kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. I broke my yes. rule of not having text <laughs> on there. Yeah. Um, it works in that, yeah, in that yeah, instance. Yeah, it works yeah. very well, my friend. Thank you. It's, it's nice. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. But for the people at home, um, you should go and check out Sean's new EP, To Speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bloody delightful. Yeah, I think that's probably a good point, actually, to hear some of your music, Sean. Whoa. So, for the people that are watching live, uh, Sean came in uh, earlier today and he did a little performance. Um, is there anything you want to tell people to prepare them for your music before you we, we start? Um, I play four songs, I think. Into the camera. Thank you, George. The right camera. Um, <laughs> I play four songs. One of them is called Adriana, which is on the EP that just came out that we just looked at the artwork of. Um, the rest of them are new songs that I've been recording in the past few months, um, which will probably be out at some point. But, um, yeah, enjoy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I hope you all enjoy it at home. Um, I think it's going to be bloody lovely. Can we go to camera one, please? There we go. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy Sean's music. We're going to be back in about 15 minutes. We're going to be chatting some more shit, I'd imagine. Um, so, yeah, enjoy Sean's music, and we'll be back soon. See you in a bit. All right. Hey, I'm Sean Rogan. This song is called Actor. Adam told me I'm an artist. He believed my petty lies. Cause I'm a closet in the past I made it up to pass the time I'm a natural with no lines I'm tired of lying all the time I'm a Wall Street banker but I'm broken awful kind Cause I'm blind Ignore the signs That I'm wasting my life 
and I wouldn't mind if I'd sometime just to see if you're alright. So can you lie? Take my fears and defeat them Live my daydreams before I lose them Cause I'm dancing in indecision Won't someone help me see? Cause I'm blind to inspiration Listen out of spite Live off only expectation So I can meet alone I Cause I'm blind Ignore the signs That I'm wasting my life And I wouldn't mind if I'd some time Just to see if you're alright So can you lie? I'm a lucky gambler But I'm wasted by your side I need a shadow to crawl inside Before I prove myself alive I'm a lover You were never on my mind Now it's passion I said to pass the time you tell me I'm alright Can you lie? Lie Alright Thank you Just have to do a wee tuny tune This is a song called Adriana. You can find it on EP on an EP which is out right now. Starting backfiring, sound of laughing pulls my shoulders round. Car starting, was listening, I'm listing ways to turn the clouds.
stables, not the ground. The connect sheets are the sound. We'll never talk when I'm feeling everything with your hands. Woman out. Told me how to feel, yeah How our bodies counting on our laughter Swap houses, steady acting But you're singing like you let you down What's that line about? Stables, not the ground To say it only now I'm in love and I'm feeling everything with your hands, woman out. Fortunes and deserving crowd Cradled through your holy vows Fortunately you're around Jealously I'll back out I'm holding out for unstable Thank you. Here's a mini song called Rubble Street. It's usually a lot longer, but I don't have a press section today, so here we are. Fall asleep Get it out Don't fall asleep Grey now Funny how I started out Never saw me work it out Stressed how Don't you think it's funny now Look down Eyes to the street Can't love Aren't you looking up? Covid eyes tell me lies Boys, they're curling up Can we pick it up? Nobody's love Turn around outside What you find? Leave it out 
Closing in, look at all the rubble now. Good friend, bring it in. Falsify, he's probably drowning outside. Raining heavy now. You'll see me outside, out of mind, even when I lay down. Corridors tell me lies. What's that curling up? Climb. Pick it up, nobody's love Turn around, say what you find Leave it out When the world is home now I have one more song. It's called Freely. Um, I've just recorded a bunch of new songs. I've just released an EP, which is on Spotify and all the other good stuff. Um, and I've also just recorded a second EP, which hopefully will be coming out in the not-too-distant future. Um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, the song is called Freely. Wordlessly, 
weightlessly and proud and callous when I'm losing out how selfish when I move through the scenes alive are my senses now I'm senseless saw those guys on the screen killing for a while I'd have lost on the street wasteful Steady as I move myself around freely. I'm moving through what I showed you. Surface cover, but I'm not shaking it all. Being Sean Rogan, you can um, you can find me on all the social medias, apart from Bebo. But I'm on Twitter and Facebook and all those things. And you can find me on Spotify and Bandcamp if you fancy paying for things. And yeah, thank you. What? All under Sean Rogan music, I think. Hello and welcome back to episode 8 of the Kicking Back Podcast You just heard some lovely music Mm -hmm. from um, Sean Rogan How was your experience coming into our little studio, Sean? It was so lovely, thank you for having me Oh, thank you for for coming and playing, it was was a delight It's been a really long time since I've had to play songs <laughs> like, like writing and recording is a different thing right mm-hmm. so yeah so what I don't know, it was fun to do that so <laughs> what was the last before that performance um what was your last performance before that rec rooms <laughs> oh right okay yeah of course yeah and before that as in doing my thing december last mm. before last <laughs> Man. Yeah. How, how um how many gigs have you done as sean rogan <laughs> the main guy, <laughs> <laughs> the main man. <laughs> the um, three, if, well, right. four if you include the live stream that we did. Right, five now. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, man, that's crazy. It's topping up, man. Yeah, and, and uh, with your back catalogue as well, like how many completed songs have you got which you would be like happy to form on a on a set? Um, I don't know, maybe like. 15, 20, I don't oh, know. Okay. Sweet. 
That's all right. Yeah, man. Probably more if I really tried, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's four on that EP that just happened. And I've recorded six that are kind of nearly done. Right. And then okay. there's loads of other bits that kind of fell mm-hmm. through. One of the uh, one's the new stuff. Well, I, I mean, know. we've already got the new stuff, but was the even the newer, newer stuff, stuff. <laughs> coming out? I don't know. I recorded it all um, last November. Me and James kind of locked down for a month and just did it for yeah, and just recorded loads. And then we did some drum recording with Ollie and sent it around to people a bit. And then I just kind of slammed it with mixing for the past mm-hmm. two months or so. I don't know. Who knows? Is <laughs> <laughs> the right answer? Just yeah. when when it feels right. Mm. Yeah. Or when you can be asked. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. In the middle. Maybe that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it's also like it's weird to release and then not be able to gig. Mm. But maybe I, I just have to accept that. Yeah, yeah. Have you got? Um, are you planning on like, doing any videos or anything, anything like that? You're trying to sell to me, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So quite videographer guy. Yeah. We'll talk about that after if you like. <laughs> Because I know you did, um, I can't remember which song it was. Oh, sure, I did little like. I like that that one. Oh, yeah, all all but the newest, or three of the four songs on the EP have got like some sort of video. I did like little lyric key video things, and then I did a kind of music video for a song called New Light, but they're very DIY. I liked them, man. I thought they were good. Thank you. Yeah. But I don't know. Music videos are a weird thing. I'd never really done that. Oh, like I don't yeah. watch music videos, but I know a lot of people do. So mm-hmm. I don't know. it's it's a funny thing. I think it also depends on what kind of music <coughs> um, you listen to. Like for example, like Bonnie Vetter, I've never seen any of his music videos until very recently. Sure. And when we watched them, like it was like a couple yeah. of weeks ago or something. Well, there's, yeah, there's all the lyric videos, right? For there's yeah, those two ones, and the yeah. New ones, which yeah. are amazing. And then there's just like the random narrative videos yeah. as well. But mm-hmm. I quite like them. But I guess that that approach is always, is almost just like you find. An individual who is good at storytelling and say, do whatever the fuck yeah. you want, sort mm-hmm. of thing. And um, I think if I was going to do a music video, I think that's what I wanted to be. Cause yeah. I don't know. I'm a songwriter, not a visual artist. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I trust people can do it better, like mm-hmm. you. It's hard, it's, hard <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find someone, though, that, that is, um, that is, has that ability of visual storytelling all on their own. Do you know what I mean? That's quite a difficult. Yeah. Um, skills have because obviously a lot of the time it's a, a collection of sure people but to have like artistic vision in that way mm-hmm. that's a that's a it's a hard thing to procure in the in the it's film cool world. that like because it can change everything <laughs> um, <laughs> can change the world um like it can change your perspective on the song or yeah it does but mm. massively I don't know. there's a there's a song called um by lcd sound system mm. called oh baby I love that song. Have you seen the music video? To no, that I haven't. Just, okay. I don't want to say anything. Just watch yeah. it. It will break your heart oh in no. the most beautiful way. Like, you'll be happy that your heart is broken, but it's... Mm-hmm. Okay. But that changed that song, because that's a beautiful song. I love it anyway, but I don't... I guess it kind of depends on the kind of music, but with, like, LCD, I don't think I tend to think about, like, what the song's about. I just have a good time. It's <laughs> a vibe, um, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. And um, then, and I don't even know if that's what the song is about, like with what the video does, but I would assume that maybe they got someone after to do a video and they were like, this is what it is to me or this is what it could be. And yeah, mm. I, l- I love that. I th- <coughs> I lo- that's the bit I love about filmmaking. It's like, sure. it's the same, it's the equivalent of songwriting, isn't it? But yeah. just with it on a, in a visual medium. Um, 
Have you got the video there, George? Oh, man. Don't do this to me. Let's have a quick look. So the people at home just having a quick look at the LCD sound system Oh Baby video. And it's got some old sad people. Oh, no. Oh, don't do that. No, don't. (laughs) Oh, please. You know what the danger is with old people? They die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Well, it looks beautiful. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I will, I'll watch it at a later point from start to finish because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it for myself. But for the people at home uh, that are listening, it looks very nice. Beautiful. It's a beautiful song anyway, so I definitely can recommend it. We watched a lot of Kate Bush the night, just digging oh, through her music man. videos. Are you a fan? Have you listened I, to much? I am a fan, but I would also be embarrassed to say that I'm a fan that I don't really know a lot of her mm-hmm. music, but. I know that I think she's great, but yeah, I'd I'd recommend just taking a nosedive again. A lot of um, obviously, you know, every artist like that, like Bowie or whatever, they all have these albums where you're going through and you're just like, because like it's just new territory, isn't it? But so many beautiful tracks, man, and again, so many beautiful music videos as sure. well. We were just, just like sat there all night, just amazing. Like, Holy freaking, you know, just like which album? So, Give me an album. Uh, the kick inside <coughs> is beautiful, and uh, the central world, I think it's called. As well. I just go on, do what we do, go on YouTube, and just go on like a music video playlist of hers and watch cool. them because I'd never really listened to Kate Bush until then. I always kind of thought she was just like cheesy 80s pop artist, oh, man. not that it, interesting. Yeah. You're so wrong, mad I was wrong, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah. Um, but the videos are, are absolutely like stunning, like really just. Mm-hmm. They blew me away, man. Just in terms of like the story, and I- I'd love to know whether she's as involved in, in that side of it as, sure. as she I is, think like, she was. I'm pretty sure she was. It's like, see, it comes across that way, yeah. definitely. Uh, just an artist first and foremost, and she just had a vision for herself and how she, sure. what she wanted to express. And I love people who have that kind of single-minded focus. Mm-hmm. You know, even when Kamini was in, he was talking about like apparently Beyonce is like the same just like every side of it obviously very different music but just in terms of being focused on um every aspect of it and and having like this continuity mm-hmm. behind it because there's nothing worse than seeing something that feels like it's been pieced together yeah. by people who weren't yeah. like invested in the, the bigger sure, picture yeah. and i mean it's kind of hard to put into words but it's more you can just get a gut instinct when you're watching certain people can't you it's yeah, like yeah. this feels forced or whatever but yeah Kate bush is just amazing for that just um I have so much respect Beautiful. for that as well. Like, mm. I have a very creative brain, but no brain for visuals. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know what looks good, and yeah. I just trust other people to kind of. Even when I was making the artwork for like my thing, I kind of knew kind of what I wanted it to like say, but I was trusting other people's opinions more when I was like finalizing it and mm-hmm. picking which picture and stuff. Because I don't know, that's a whole other thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a whole other thing to to spend your time on um yeah i mean that's what i spend my time on now True. it's like i definitely felt like i couldn't do music and that because it's like I felt do you like still it. feel that now that you um, can do both? <laughs> uh I, I do i approach music from a more fun aspect not that i don't have fun with the film stuff but sure. like it's there's no pressure and there's no agenda or anything yeah. whereas like sort of working towards a goal and stuff is definitely the video thing it's, it's always in my head, if you know what I mean. Like, if we're watching films and stuff, I'm like, oh, that's nice. Oh, they did that well. Sure. Uh, but not in, like, a music college unhealthy, like, can't mm-hmm. tear away from that. Mm-hmm. But 
picking up stuff as I'm going along. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you want another very sad music video, have you guys seen the, the video for To Build a Home? Oh, yeah. it's a killer, that. That's what, it. Is what it? classic Cinem- killer is it? Orchestra. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I know the song, to be honest. You'll know the song. It's... Which uh, which part do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a very sad video, but it's it's well done. Yeah. Okay, it's very simple, but filmed really nicely as well. Mm. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, it's it's funny because you've been just doing like the YouTube music video playlists and stuff. Mm. I never really watched music videos, mm. but it's interesting seeing them there. Is, it? They're all yeah. just like they are just little pockets of their own. Mm-hmm. Thing, and it's like what you were saying before. Like, you can get a completely different meaning from the visual thing. Do you know uh, what's it called? Something Callahan. Oh, Kieran J. Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this <That> is guy. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is that guy? <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it drugs? That's yeah. Like, um, D R U G S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I know that song. Right, <laughs> fucking awesome music video. <laughs> this was kind of the other way around though. So I saw the video. I was like, this is amazing. This is one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, very funny. Takes the piss. And then I listened to the track in the kitchen on my own, and it almost wasn't as good. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm so used to seeing it. Yeah, Yeah, it was was interesting. But if you you haven't seen that video, Sean, and anyone at home, definitely. Mm. What's it called? Kieran J. Callahan. No, it's it's S.A.D. S.A.D. Yeah, yeah. Song About Drugs. Yeah. 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 I was, it's funny I was thinking kind of what you're saying the opposite thing in that it could also if you experience the video the first before you hear the song right it changes things but I've been watching a lot of TV <laughs> recently yeah. and I don't normally do like I've really since I moved out for uni like I don't know I didn't have a TV for ages and I just I don't know I'm just not that bothered about yeah. it but um, I don't even really watch a lot of films but then obviously in the past year I have done loads mm-hmm. Um but I've been watching this program called New Amsterdam, which my mum got me into. All right. Nice. It's an Amazon Prime drama. <laughs> Sounds good. <man. laughs> I didn't think I'd be talking about this, but everyone I've seen in the past like two weeks I've spoken about this. It's just, you know, when a TV program it, like, it takes over your life. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's like a hospital drama. It's kind of like a Grey's Anatomy kind of house kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Emotional mm-hmm. drama about a hospital. You know how it goes. It's yeah. just a, you know. It's a growing Classic. pit for emotional scenes. Because <laughs> <laughs> scrubs. Um, and scrubs, right. Yeah. So, And they've got that formula down where you have a fun fun time. Mm. Maybe something sad happens. Maybe something sad doesn't happen. I don't know. But then they play an emotional song at the end and boom, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> they've got you. Yeah, that they've acoustic got you. guitar comes in yeah. and you're... No matter but what happens. How to Save a Life. Yeah, opening they call, <laughs> it was like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> so, like, there's two seasons in New Amsterdam, right? And it's funny. I basically, I started watching, I watched Ozark, right? That stressed me the hell out. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you've seen what, it, what, but I've not seen it. No, Ozark, it's on Netflix. It's kind of like Breaking Bad kind of vibe. It's all about money laundering and drugs and stuff. Okay. But it's just... I didn't want to talk about it. It's just horrible. Everything <laughs> bad that could happen happens and then it gets worse. <laughs> but it's great. Like, I was well into it. But, yeah. Um, after that finished, I was like, I need something, light. something nice. Uh. Um, so anyway, I started watching New Amsterdam. But um, my point was that all these songs come on at the end that are like, sometimes it's ones that I know it's like, sometimes it's like it's a Ben Howard song. Or one time, Blindsided from Forever came on yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah. something big's going to happen. Yeah. But I don't know, by season two, maybe they're running out of good... 
emotional <laughs> songs. I don't know. Uh, but then they just come in and it's like your classic acoustic chill playlist on Spotify, <laughs> coffee break. But yeah. But in this context, I love these songs. And then I look at them up after I'm like, that song was really lame. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but yeah. then suddenly there's a visual there and literally it's just like the main characters are running down a road. Nothing's happening, but that acoustic guitar comes in and I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 what is that? Yeah, so I know exactly what you mean. Um, <laughs> one is, do you know... Uh, uh, did you watch Scrubs? Oh did yeah. Say, yeah. Do you know Joshua Radin's tune "Winter"? Yes. Uh, that you know that scene. So yes. I think I must have been like quite a sad fifteen-year-old or something because <laughs> I think I ended up just like <laughs> watching those scenes. I think I'd, I watched all the Scrubs and I was sure. like, I just want some of that because I wanted to find the tune as well. Um, heartbreaking tune. It, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful song, um, but the the context of they those guys are absolute masters of delivery, man. When they would stick that freaking sad song in, do you know what I mean? I think that's what, that's, yeah, because it's, it's a sitcom, it's a, right? But yeah. it puts it aside from all the other sitcoms because it's mm-hmm. so emotional at the same time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's there it is. Oh, my God. I can pretty much, like, I know what these guys are saying. Oh, stop I, it. I, I, uh, so it's uh, oh. it Talent Down. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Is it Talent Down? I hope I got that right. I Wait, no, am I thinking of someone <laughs> else? subtitles <laughs> on and everything. <laughs> so oh, people dear. that watch at home, we're watching, uh, people that are listening at home, um, we're watching... Is it from? Is it near the end of Scrubs? This, this one? Oh, nah. I can't, is I it think quite so. in the middle? Nah, I know there is one at the end that with Where a particular song that Barney showed me that was like, yeah. Oh yeah, Book of Love, Peter Gabriel. Book of Love. Class. Just That's that, that one. Oh my God, man! I remember crying my <laughs> eyes out when I when I watched that scene. Oh, <laughs> I just couldn't man. believe that is a beautiful song. The string arrangement in that as well is just like ridiculous. Massively. Yeah. Put together. And the original was great. It's Magnetic Fields tune. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. Forget that. Mm. Yeah. Crazy, man. Hospital drama. It's Scrub Spot. That is, yeah, that is it. Yeah. Literally. And so many shows have done the same thing. Maybe they, I don't know, they probably didn't invent it. Yeah. yeah. That must be yeah, a great job to have, though. <laughs> I think yeah. it's all the time. Like, yeah. yeah, I would love to be that guy that just gets to pick that song the that perfect. makes you cry. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. So true. Do you think it? I feel like the kind of people, person you'd have to be would be a sort of um, Matt Steele esque <laughs> kind of encyclopedia of music sure. kind of dude. I feel like you have to be a very specific. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be quite a stressful job, I think. Yeah. Desperately finding yeah. heartbreaking songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could write them. You, you could start, write them. Start plugging your own stuff in there. That's Maybe kind of the role of Amazon publishers Prime as well, though, me. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Is it? Publishers try and push it to films and oh, media yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. then surely someone there's still that dude at the end of the chain that it's like this will work or this won't work. You still got to have that. This will make them cry. Yeah, this will break <laughs> their hearts. Yeah, that'd be an awesome job to have, man. That'd be great. Well, if you ever make a TV show, me and Matt will write. Something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd be beautiful, man. Just crying. <laughs> Did you two, am I wrong in thinking you two did some little bits yeah, of we writing did. Oh, yeah. at one point? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did write some stuff, didn't we? It's all be, like guitar-y stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We should do it again, but we should. Some vocals. <laughs> I mean, we can't right now, but yeah. yeah. Good right now, but that's not. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I think we were both in the uh, jazz hall for a while. <sighs> yeah, but see that that's a that's a funny old hole because looking back on that, that was just like. It, it makes sense in terms of is trying to learn as much about music as can and just basically becoming like fascinated with it, isn't it? And just mm. like seeing it. But as well, now that I can look back, it's like 
I'd, it was just I hadn't found my own voice and I guess you probably felt the same like mm. hadn't found like what you actually want to contribute could, Mark, to the could, world of music could you just sort of explain to people at home what it is in particular about jazz that why people <laughs> for those reasons you know what I mean, for the technical side of stuff like yeah. just for the people explain jazz explain well, jazz like, why okay. you would exp- go down that route okay so the guitar is a minefield isn't it it's just a crazy black hole of like um like there's a lot of notes man and you can put them together in all kinds of ways and jazz like in terms of the i mean it's uh, it's a pretty broad genre in terms of what i was going for was like playing over chord changes and like trying to improvise freely over them so you're just basically trying to play melodies that fit like moving harmony and and trying to tell some kind of story through that which can sound beautiful when you have it down like a madman like someone like kurt rosenwinkel or like julian large is ridiculous when you don't have it down (laughs) 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 by the way it takes freaking years of many 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 hours every day to get it down to that kind of degree i think it's just such a complicated genre isn't Mm -hmm. it like and and but the thing is like what i found was as far as i took it <laughs> which just wasn't far enough because it, there needs to be an extra step of like it being second nature because mm-hmm. uh, when i was kind of playing it, i maybe got to the point after enough practice where i could kind of get through it but it was always like fighting it rather right. than rather than um because the it takes a certain amount of time just to be able to like play over chord changes and create some kind of melody over them and some kind of like sense of narrative and, and all that stuff and be expressive but then um to be able to kind of be like playful with it and not be like locked into it is so freaking hard man it's just i think it takes a lot of of hours of practice and then a lot of like just doing it a yeah. lot of getting it wrong and trial and error and um the experience of doing it live sure. and, yeah i think i i got better at it just from doing like a ski season where i was basically like if if the other guys got bored, they'd be like, "Let's just take a solo, <laughs> just do something," you know. And doing From playing, a, um, not skiing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, you don't want to see me ski. That's, <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it, it's the allure of it is it it can be a, such a beautiful thing when you can when you like the harmonies just flying all over the shop and and you have like all this beautiful moving um like counterpoint going on there and then you can d- d- express something over the top of that. And so I, I do, I I really love listening to guys that do it well, but it's such a funny thing. College kind of um, tries to create, uh, tries to make a lot of people do that. Mm. I guess it's because it, it's, it's such an obvious marker for like um, development as a musician, but I don't think they give people enough time. <laughs> like, sure. Do you know what I mean? It's quite a funny thing. Like um, they kind of hinting that that's something to go for, but then expecting that happen from, for the most, most people probably haven't done a lot of it until they came to college and then expecting to have it anywhere near down sure i think it just needs like more gigging experience. and uh, those guys at college who could do it amazing yeah and obviously those guys who have it down and those guys are super talented but for the most part it's, it's quite a, a funny goal to, yeah. to shoot for um it it takes longer man yeah. <laughs> it takes longer doesn't it I I just, I d- what do you guys think i've noticed a lot of well, now that people have come outside of the college of people at home, we went to the Royal Northern College of Music. Um, people that have come out of college who used to be jazz nerds, and they've like they've put that path aside. You know, yeah, I think there's exactly. a lot of people yeah. that have done that. So, yeah. but it's I'm useful. Just wondering why? Why? Yeah, that the, is. I guess the, I I saw it more as like ear training and musical training. I, I think I, in the back of my head it was always that like I just want to understand music in a, in a certain way, like. Um, 
to n- to not feel like too like limited, I guess, in terms of just mm-hmm. like. So the mo the, I don't regret any of the time I spent learning about that stuff because it was like, it was really really valuable, um, in one sense. So yeah, it, it's strange. It's like I, on one hand I I don't regret it, but also it's like all that time I I spent focused on that, and I'm sure like a lot of guys focused on that. Um, that I could have spent that time just like playing three chords yeah. <laughs> in dad garden and enjoying that just as much or whatever. so yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's again it's the, the reason why you do it isn't it so if you love that style of music and you and you just want to dive head in then absolutely go for it but i think in my head there was probably more of a thing about trying to impress or, or not necessarily impress but like a need to keep up mm-hmm. and to prove myself to to my teachers and and all the tutors at college and all the the other guys and kind of this understanding when you get to college like it's really competitive um this is the thing that everyone's competitive in so if you want to kind of prove yourself you better get this stuff down <laughs> i think that's like the the strange subtext yeah. i don't know whether you guys and again i haven't really spoken to many people about this so that's mm. just my my gut instinct but yeah. about gs <laughs> about the thing about, about the gs music <laughs> what about you sean it's funny i was obsessed i have a very obsessive brain this mm-hmm. is what i've learned especially in the past year when I've had been left to my own devices. Yeah. <laughs> and when I get into something that is my whole life and then it also makes me like get into something very temporarily and then kind of move on and I hope in the songwriting thing sticks. But um <laughs> I was really obsessed with the like practicing guitar thing mm. and with that came the jazz thing. And it I mean it led to me like I was injured for like most of well pretty much a whole year of college because I'd like just had such bad practice habits and was so obsessed with being good at guitar that I like screwed my arm up basically and I didn't play for like six months and um so there's a perfect example of like yeah, I guess like yeah, same, taking yeah. it too far. But um I think the main thing with it was I that I I kinda miss was just improvisation and mm. yeah, yeah definitely. That the thing that I was obsessed with was being able to like perform and say whatever i wanted to say on the spot all the time and i think that's yeah actually like quite a lot to ask of yourself (laughs) yeah yeah, Um, Yeah. both like technically and like emotionally or whatever like to be able to get into that headspace all the time is is a lot and i have so much respect for people that can do that and it's something that i try and kind of remember that that was everything to me for a while and when it comes to writing and recording and stuff i try and kind of get a bit of that into Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I just try and remind myself that that's kind of what it was for me and even like doing the set for you guys earlier is like I was quite careful to not like spend too long thinking about the arrangements or right and trust myself in the moment <laughs> mm-hmm. in a way so I just played the songs loads of times in different ways and then just kind of hoped that something yeah, would happen yeah so um, I really like that they keep the um, the improvisation sure. in it because it, it doesn't have to mean uh, what the like standard definition does it like mm-hmm. it, it can be but yeah i definitely like that resonated with me about you just want to be able to express yourself in whatever way without feeling like locked into anything sure. and yeah so yeah and sense. i wonder whether my like the negative bit in my brain about that time when i was obsessed with that i don't know if that's actually anything to do with the genre of music or just like you said like maybe a competitive thing or the competitive thing with myself yeah. that the people that when you start studying music in that way, the people you're comparing yourself to are the top 
0.5% in the world, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's even That's crazy it. to say that they're like the best, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so much to ask of yourself to even be close to that. Yeah. But I think the thing that got me through it, or like the reason I still enjoyed it, was the fact that it was actually improvisation. I was like in love with not mm-hmm. jazz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, jazz. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Man. And it's definitely. I don't know. It's just I don't even know if it's the fault of of jazz. Of me. <laughs> 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 it's not jazz's fault. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's the fault of music college that that happens or whether it's just something that happens when you study something that maybe shouldn't be studied. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's some of it's, some of it's definitely like internal. Like you could say, in, I only know this for myself. Like the, all the competitiveness is, is probably more with yourself than anyone Absolutely. else. Even though, you know, um, and, and that sort of drive. It took me ages, man, like coming out of college, start listening to Kurt Rosenwinkel and guys like that again and watching it and, and admitting to myself it's okay to like it and not. And it's, it's, yeah, it's like, exactly. And it's okay to, to like it without having to work out everything he does and work out sure. how I could do it and everything like that. It's like, no, I could just be a bias on here and just accept actually it is, it is beautiful for whatever reason. But Like you don't yeah. listen to Bon Iver and go, oh God, I don't sound like him. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just, yeah. expre- you just listen and go like, Damn, that's yeah. awesome. So, so yeah, I think so. it's just a it's a prestige thing within that genre that happens. But I don't know. It's a shame, really, because also a lot of the music is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. I mean, I would, have you ever seen me play jazz? I I heard you doing that. Oh, Cher- Cherokee, Cherokee at like four hundred and eighty-five <laughs> BPM <laughs> once. For, pe- <laughs> for, right, for, for non-musical people, my metronome like, app doesn't go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Cherokee is like a super hard, uh, like pretty quick jazz piece in basic pitch terms. And I've never played jazz that much. <laughs> uh, basically, for Bar- my friend Barney, who's the drummer from Diamond Nation, um, he wanted me to play this for his music recital uh, very, very quickly. And, and the chords are like changing every like two beats or something. <laughs> and it's not, it's crazy, man. And I was just like, oh God. <laughs> in a horrible jazz nightmare <laughs> yeah, jazz honestly jazz. it was horrible yeah. um I, yeah i've always so i've never had that uh driving me to like pursue that side of it even though i love like improv- mm-hmm. improvisation and stuff like that um i i guess i always saw jazz as like it's always like the guide isn't it it's like it's the points you in the right direction it says mm-hmm. like here's the tools here's the, what the shapes can look like and here's what the colors can be um but then there's like the other fifty percent, which is like the kind of the oneness, the connection between this yeah, and yeah, this, yeah, you yeah, know, definitely. like yeah. the. And that's the yeah. bit that people actually care about, right? <laughs> that's that's, well, that, exactly, yeah, that's exactly. like the genuinity, isn't mm. it? That's like when you're speaking without any thought in between. It's just like pure, mm. pure uh, inspiration. Mm-hmm. Before that, yeah, I've always thought of jazz as like it's uh, merely just like a textbook or just like a. Sure. Not in terms of the music, but in terms of like the the working, uh, yeah. particularly like the, yeah, yeah. the 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 way you learn it and stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, the music itself, that's where the the masters of it. That's where they they put down the the books mm-hmm. and yeah. they let out the thing. But I guess p- sometimes people get too uh, locked in with that other half of it, mm-hmm. and they kind of 
yeah. that other half of it, the pure bit, the, the music of it is kind of starts to suffer. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, yeah. man. Yeah, that's where I've I've always sort of aligned Shall it with. Do you f- ever feel that about other things, though, like filmmaking or whatever? I yeah, I think it uh, applies generally. I think I have a, a bit of a disagreement with how we educate people um, in general and particularly okay. in creative <laughs> subjects. I've talked about this before, so I won't go into it. But I think the way that the academic style that we do it in, encourages uh, unhealthy thought behaviours and stuff. Yeah. And I feel people can't perform and flourish in the way that they, sh- that they are capable of doing. But I think that a lot of people get stunted. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I, I, I won't go into all that stuff uh, right now. But, um, yeah, I've always kind of felt Charles was kind of <laughs> in that. Sure. Or at least the learning of it was always in that kind of area and it sort of drove yeah. people a bit crazy. I maybe. do wonder though if if it was different and we were educated in a completely like less technical way. Would we just complain about that as well? I don't know. I, th- I, yeah. I, think I don't want someone to teach me that. I think it's like, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying like get rid of the, mm. the, the t- you need that um reference point, don't mm. you? You need the arrows to point you to where it is. So like but then it's also my issue has been there's never been a balance of like showing people like yeah, also sure. like the in- to still remember how to enjoy life and enjoy music and in- and be mm-hmm. in the moment mm-hmm. because obviously then it, it, that's why well that's why I lost my passion with music and I think like, sure. that's why a lot of people have done it uh, that's why I just think there's an issue in the education system is like there's not a balance sure. of mm-hmm. the two uh, yeah. for people to be healthy and happy and, and enjoy creating mm-hmm. you know. And the other thing is like get, getting um, like feedback all the time. Like uh, it's yeah. like Nathan talked about this last time when he was in. Um, because it, it, anything that breeds like the uh, it in a way it's necessary, but anything that breeds a kind of competitive thing, like here's your number, and um, and here's everyone else's number, and, and like where do you sit? That's sure. that's just a, a strange. Yeah. It is a really strange thing when you come out of it, isn't it? Because like. You, when when you're watching a performer, you listen to someone like you don't care about that or like you're not. Absolutely. So, um, I th- I can imagine it, it takes a lot of people coming away from that just to to get back into the headspace of when they're performing. Like it 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 doesn't really matter what you do as long as you're trying to connect with people. Yeah. And then whatever happens after that is, yeah, is fine, isn't it? I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> do anything man yeah just like <laughs> just smash your guitar up for an hour and throw away that's Phoebe fine Bridges did it live on tv the other day did she yeah, no man. way Phoebe Bridges is freaking awesome she's awesome man she did yeah. um what's i think it's is it saturday night live I don't know. okay okay have you not seen this like no, on, no. no. she smashed her guitar up basically we'll, we'll get it up on it's, the old um, yeah. thing and so many people were raging about it on the internet and everyone's really? like Wait, come ra- on raging yeah what? Like, what who is this girls smashing a guitar and they're like <laughs> I mean I don't even need to explain like that's just yeah, yeah. why yeah. would people have something <laughs> against that so many people right a lot of people are saying like oh you're not appreciating what you have like why would you smash up this like guitar when people don't have anything and it's like okay in the grand scheme of things a 500 pound guitar they probably spent like three grand on like one of the cameras that are filming that guitar right yeah. now like I don't know it's just yeah. Stupid, or like all the lighting, or like the uh, anything that they would have yeah. spent money on, like it's yeah. all part of it. 
Yeah. Just don't whine about it. It's stupid. So, I know it's pretty cool. It's really I, cool. Man. <laughs> like, it's Jimi cool. Hendrix did it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I bet no one complained when he did it either. What What is it about destroying an instrument that's so like comes across as so cool? I don't you? know. It's weird. I really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like when Neil <laughs> Young can't. does it at the end of that yeah. Glastonbury. Have you seen that when he closes no. Glastonbury from like 2010 or something? Amazing. Awesome. He does uh, a day in the life in the Beatles too. Oh yeah. Um, and he does. You have to watch it, man. Absolutely fucks the guitar off at the end. Amazing. It's just like, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So cool. If I could. <laughs> Is yeah, this I'd regret the it. The castle, <laughs> castle Hotel, like... <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the right Is vibe, arrogant? though. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think if, if you're feeling that in the moment, if you're just like, fuck, yeah, <laughs> I want to do this right now, well, why not? I used to do that all the time. Right, we've got it. There she yeah. is. Wow. Nice. So for the people listening, uh, we're watching Phoebe Bridges absolutely nail Slam a guitar, a guitar. And on what, Saturday Night Live. What tune had she just then? I think it's um the last song on I, the new I know album, I Know the End. I Know the End, yeah. 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 <sighs> Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's going out, man. I feel sorry for the, the speaker. The guitar's not giving up as well. Yeah. <laughs> I would be raging right now. Yeah, if that was your speaker. I would be so angry. Fair play, yeah. Damaging other people's yeah. gear, but do what yeah. you want with your own guitar. That poor monitor. What did it ever do to her? <laughs> to be fair, it looks like a pretty sturdy monitor. Maybe they prepped I think it was it. taking chunks out of it. <laughs> yeah, you can see the top of it is all... Oh, James. That's upset, James, I'm isn't it? You're that guy on Twitter that everyone hates. <laughs> 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 That's perfectly good sound equipment you're ruining, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome though. I, I think that's mm. she's she's a really she's a cool dude. Mm. She's a cool dude, man. Yeah, she's kind of like taken over as well because she's got for the kind of music she does, she's got way more mainstream. Yeah, which I find really I, exciting. I like, actually don't understand what's going on there, but yeah. it's amazing. I'm so yeah. happy. Yeah, because she's also like a living meme at the same time. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you mean she's a, a living meme? Like follow her on Twitter. <laughs> like, okay. It's just right. crap all the time. It's amazing. It's like <laughs> a whole band. There's this like community of like shit posting <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what I want to say it like yeah. their Instagrams are hilarious and mm. the and it's all I don't know, I think it's so relatable to people of like our generation that grew mm. up with like Tumblr <laughs> and like right. yeah. I don't know just using the internet as just this ridiculous place where yeah. you can just kind of post anything and kind of accepting that it's all kind of meaningless <laughs> so yeah exactly she kind of she like because she kind of breaks all the rules about it um, and she doesn't care yeah. But then she did, kind of does it really well. Then it just like makes a mockery of everyone that does yeah. care and is trying to do it like really seriously and stuff. Because she's just there being like, it doesn't matter. Sure. She's like, what, like fake nudes? Is that that was her Instagram <laughs> thing for ages, yeah. yeah. It's fake changed now, nudes. That was her like Instagram name, just <laughs> fake nudes. It's amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I feel like nice. it's it's giving your like Instagram presence the exact amount of worth that it is worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. Just getting a cheap laugh out of it every yeah. now and then. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've thought about it a lot recently because obviously I've had to be a little bit more aware of promoting myself, which is just mm. a weird thing to do. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel quite strongly that it's it's too easy to do that now. <laughs> mm. And obviously that's a, an amazing thing in that anyone can share what they're working on and it opens up that world to people that probably maybe never would have thought they could do that. But it also gives no people gives people no time to be crap for a bit, because mm, yeah. like starting your music career starts by m setting up a Facebook band page, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. True, like man. I've done that like yeah. in the past, like especially when I was like a teenager. 
don't know how many bands I start. If you go on my Facebook, there's so many like pages that I own or like I'm a co-admin okay. or whatever yeah, yeah. of bands that never got past three posts on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So how and many how many of those bands would you think there are from your teenage days? I, I can think of there's there's two. There's two pages that I'm still admin of okay. that I'm too scared to delete because I'm worried that the other people in the band will be offended. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that that's never existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then also, like, I don't know, it's so easy to just like record a song and put it out and put it out on Instagram or whatever, which is great because some people are doing that and it's beautiful and it's working really well. But I just think about how much time it takes to have something worth sharing and yeah if you do that too soon i'm worried that like it would also put people off and that they put one song out and it wouldn't do amazingly and then they'd be like oh i'm rubbish never mind it's not yeah. for me yeah we yeah. think like how many like even like justin vernon right he has like three solo albums that you can only find on youtube that yeah. probably never actually properly got i don't really know but yeah. like Forever wasn't his first album, but it mm -hmm. kind of looks like that, and that's yeah, kind of yeah, cool yeah. that it looks like that because yeah. it's like yeah. it's quality control, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I hope that people don't put too much pressure on that first mm -hmm. release. Well, I, don't know. I I, I yeah. totally agree with you, man. It's a journey, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's what's important. I had this conversation um a, like a few months ago um because i i deleted my i had an instagram account and started posting stuff i was like you know what i'm just doing this because everyone else is and i feel sure. like i should share something but i don't feel like i've landed on whatever it is i want to share so i'm just gonna hold off and i'm gonna work towards that and if it doesn't happen then i don't really care but to me is i'm not i don't want to just be like jumping in like hey Ed, hey, <laughs> it feels weird like hey guys i can play guitar really well can i get some <laughs> likes so because <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> people listen to me like hey thank you man that, that's really nice but to me, it, again, like you said, it's like you giving yourself time to develop whatever it is you're going for. Yeah. I remember seeing one of your, I don't know whether it's like a first release or like a, a video, um, just like a guitar recording that you did, like just singing, singing a tune. It might even sure. be like Bruce Springsteen. So oh, know. yeah. <laughs> Badlands. Uh, and, yeah. and then uh, the, the next post after it was just some like piece of crap like meaningless like attention seeking <laughs> but like just seeing the relationship between the two of them is like sure. there's like something that has a lot of care behind it mm -hmm. and a lot of meaning behind it and then there's just a, and like they they're both like met with the same kind of um interaction and that i just find that really really weird man mm -hmm. so the there's a strange thing and it's it's so so useful and so helpful to a lot of people but i also think kind of it seems to kind of uh, get in the way of the, the art or the sure. the creation side of it so yeah i don't i always don't want to come across too cynical because obviously it's a really yeah. good thing as well but I yeah. especially like in january this year i kind of got well into playing guitar again just mm. kind of i don't know i just started enjoying that and i kind of got into the very temporarily got into the sharing videos of me like on my story <laughs> playing guitar yeah. and honestly it took maybe two sessions of me practicing and then like filming a bit for that to become the purpose of my practice and then the day after i'd go like okay so which which bit shall i practice now that can go on instagram and like mm. and like it literally it was that quick it happened where i was like cool that's why i do this now and then yeah. i just stopped because <laughs> so i was yeah. like whoa this is a waste of time yeah yeah, yeah and definitely. then if you think about what you're actually doing when you like i see so many of those videos and i go on instagram and go on the stories and half the time i'm having a poo <laughs> or, like, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm literally watching TV. Or I'm watching TV and I've not got true. the sound on on my phone. And if I can't see what's happening in the video and I'm watching New Amsterdam at the same time and, you know, there's an emotional banger going on in the background, I'm not going to listen to the Instagram video and it's gone and I don't care anymore. Yeah. And I think it's exactly. really important to remember that when you're posting that uh, people might not even hear it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah definitely. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all met in the, the same way, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, um, but then the like sitting down with with someone's music and and actually ju- just being like a listener to it and without without trying to have too many like opinions in a way, but that just seems like the the ultimate thing to aim for. And mm-hmm. I guess Instagram helps bring people in for that. Yeah, so, you know. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, um. So I always think like like we're doing this stuff is like I'm not asked if it does well or anything, but it's like building a body of work, mm-hmm. just like something to like look at mm-hmm. back on. I suppose if you're like more creative and like more selective with your stuff, you can kind of view it in that way rather than just be like shit posts about fucking yeah. I just follow it all <laughs> I don't know what it is okay, to Every uh, Facebook stage is <laughs> two thousand and nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're a kid. Oh, it's snowing. <laughs> 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 but I suppose you like, you can view it in that way, and, and it's valuable in in that way. It's in a yeah. place to like store that and be like, look, this this kind of library of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know what you mean. Some of it's very vapid. Mm-hmm. It? Yeah, definitely. And you get the stuff that's vapid and and just really really boring. And then you get something that's absolutely amazing. And just the fact that it's like it's all yeah. this like, weird like level playing field between. It. A lot of times, the amazing thing hasn't really like even. The, yeah. gone as far as well just because it's because <laughs> the, the, the market is bored people who are literally just like yeah. <laughs> taking a poo and just doing some <laughs> scrolling <laughs> and yeah. and then as well as like, i i always want to feel like people are giving whatever it is like the full time rather than like hearing like three seconds and being like cool and like moving on it's yeah. just, I, I hope it doesn't create this like instant fix thing where because to me it's, it's like it, it's so much better to like sit with something for a little while rather than just being otherwise it seems like very like surface level like oh wow i'm impressed with that that's yeah. um do you know what i mean rather than that i mean yeah the amount of videos i like that mm. i don't even listen to but i go i know that guy yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that's with um uh diving station we had a manager for a bit um like a year ago and the best advice I ever got from him was don't trust your friends. <laughs> and that sounds really yeah. like cynical, but don't trust your friends because <laughs> they're yeah. not an accurate representation of, it's nice to get feedback and like for them to say nice things. And if I guess it depends on what kind of person you are and if you need that validation or whatever, mm. then that's great. But like, they're never really going to be honest with you. Even if you know that they would be honest with you, they're still not really honest with you. Cause mm-hmm. not because they're lying, but because they can't be honest with you. Like, yeah, I don't know. Trust yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't. I know what you mean. Yeah. Because mm. you don't want to hurt the. the no, imagine, exactly. Imagine and if you, uh, you thought yeah. like Sean, that was one of the worst crap shit pieces of music. <laughs> You're gonna tell me that. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> if I said that to you, it'd be horrible, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Extreme. Yeah. So, so you, you you would say you're your best Craig, or would it be a better Craig would be some random person you don't know? Is like that's I fucking know. awesome. Because like, I say that, but obviously, like I have definitely a group of people that I know that I would send things to for mm. feedback that would mm-hmm. actually be helpful. But then, I don't know. Maybe it just says a lot about me. But 
Sometimes they say things, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. But then I ignore it anyway, because I'm like... <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's really cool, though. Like, <laughs> you, uh, yeah, there's always nuggets, though. There's always little yeah. nuggets yeah. of gold. And I think the danger is, if you ask either people that don't normally, like, critic things, or, like, critique things, or, like, th- even think about music in that way, or talk about it in that way, will just say things that they think about. Like, suddenly they've been asked to give feedback, and they go, oh, actually, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe... The vocals are a bit loud. I don't know, but maybe vocals were always loud. I don't know. I've never really thought about it before. <laughs> and they just say things, and then you're yeah. like, suddenly you've got this thing where it's like, are the vocals too loud? I don't know. <laughs> and that's not useful. And actually, like, I think it's good to get other people's opinions because you you can't be removed from it in the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you should really trust yourself because only yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Only you know what is truly meant to be at the yeah. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Yeah. No. And those details probably don't matter. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. And they like they might be giving you feedback which is going against that would only like dilute what you're going for as well. Yeah. Right? So it, until they can actually like hear th- what is you're hearing in your head or whatever, then yeah. It's it is funny. I I don't know what you guys like at giving feedback. I try and be pretty I I always just try and be like, here's what I thought was good, and um, and these things like it just felt like sure. this should have happened or this. Would. But I, at first, I used to be like so apologetic whenever I was criticizing anyone because it's like <laughs> it's, it's a really hard thing to remove, isn't it? Because yeah. there's such a fine line between someone's uh, personality and whatever they've created, and obviously you don't want to like. You know, yeah. you just tell someone that this thing needs changing in the bridge and they start crying and <laughs> they hate you. <laughs> it's just not yeah. a place you want to be. So yeah. What are you guys like with that? I think I'm kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't because I'm so aware of when I ask someone for feedback, I do want helpful feedback because yeah. of what I just said. So like, I don't know, sometimes I worry that I'm too mean. We did It's better to be honest, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We, um, when we were in college, um, I was involved in this, like, I can't really remember what it was. We did some workshop at, like, a school or, like, people that were going to study music or something, but they mm. were younger. I don't really know. Um, and um, Andy, the course leader, um, took us and he said, like, okay, so remember, for because they were going to perform to us and then we were going to give feedback and be like, this is what we could do better and whatever. And he was like, remember, with feedback, you should give a shit sandwich. Say what was good. Then say what wasn't great, and then say something that could make it better. And then you've got like <laughs> nice. two nice things, and like then you it. say the negative <laughs> thing, but it's like, you're like, oh yeah. And then I remember we got on the bus on the way home, and Andy turned to me and he went, Sean, you didn't have any sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you so mad? I was like, this guy's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say to them, man? I don't remember. I just. This has been honest. Did you say <laughs> went to town on those poor kids. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, know. I don't think I was that mean. But that's hilarious. It's, the, it's some kid <laughs> playing like Billy Jean or something. I don't know. Well, <laughs> not in time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I what was that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I am at giving feedback. <laughs> uh, I think it's better to be honest. Um, I. It's always better if you can do it in person. Because sure. obviously there's that disconnect between typing mm. something and, and someone and reading email. it in the wrong kind of way and being yeah. like taking the offence. Um, so it's always better. I used to just do like little voice memos and stuff and oh, send cool. to people because it comes. It's a little bit more human. Mm-hmm. 
and then you're not definitely not someone's gonna take it how you, you mean said it, it. Yeah. yeah yeah it's been a long time since i've given feedback on anyone's music though, to be fair i'll send you some crappy songs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, always, I, always, I always find it interesting it's nice listening to people that have been like uh submitting stuff in come on oh sure some of that stuff it's been interesting oh. it's mm. been nice to listen to some local music yeah mm. it's good stuff man. so many people have created things in the past year that never maybe wouldn't have done mm. including myself like. yeah it's great man there's been a good little hub of creativity mm. sean is there anyone in the local manchester music scene that you would recommend to people at oh home God. to check out oh God. pressure I'm biased, but Anna McClucky just released an album. Mm. It's great, man. It's I great. listen. It I listen to it in the car on the way here. Yeah. Um, got the CD. Yeah, I got that CD. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Um, it's good, man. God, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> any, any, I mean, projects, Nathan, he was on the other day, yeah, so maybe it's awesome. silly to say that, but like, yeah. that just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, cool, you do that now. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Great, man. Yeah. Um, Manchester. Or just, you know, local artists, anyone that you think that's worth a mention or something you've heard recently. I'm trying to think of people that isn't just saying all my friends, though. <laughs> <laughs> Say all your friends, man, because these people don't know who your friends are. So That you is know. true. So just do you know what? My parents do know who my friends are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, because James Davis as well has been writing songs and there's yeah. a few that he's chucked up on Instagram. And that's an example of like where someone's done it and it's actually been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And also seemingly just kind of came out of nowhere. And it's mm. like, cool. And it's funny, like, kind of back to what I was saying before about like the singing thing and the being embarrassed about songwriting and that kind of thing. And it's embarrassing for all of like 10 seconds when someone goes, when your mate goes, oh, you sing now, that's funny. <laughs> and then they get over it immediately. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Um, everyone should do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. There's probably more people. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> I, w- I would recommend to people at home might be. Oh, yeah, mm. that too. That, that the projects of your <laughs> ears, Sean. Was that, was that the correct answer? <laughs> no, <laughs> the correct answer. I just thought you would, you'd bring them up because obviously it's great It's great music, man. Sure. Mm. Yeah. And obviously the people at home <coughs> should hear it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Phoebe's great. I want to get her on. Is she, um, she's not back in Manchester at the moment, is she? But when Lost she is... When she is, Pesky we'll definitely get one. Mm. But yeah, you should do that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Go play. Well, Sean, it's been a very lovely podcast. It's been lovely. <laughs> <laughs> it's been yeah. Have a, have a good time. You had a good time, Matt. Absolutely, man. I hope uh, all you people at home enjoyed it as well. Mm. We are running this on a donation basis, so I'm going to get James or George to put something in the description or in the comments section. If that's possible, <laughs> they're looking very panicked. <laughs> but it helps us to put this stuff on, helps us to build all this and get guests in and all the costs and that. Um, Sean, for the people at home, um, one more time, where can they find you online? Camera two. You can find my music on Spotify and Bandcamp and the other streaming ones that no one really uses. People use Apple Music, do they? I don't know. Um, and Instagram, I guess. There's for Facebook page, but I don't really use it very much. Um, <laughs> Sean underscore Rogan underscore <laughs> on Instagram. Twitter, if you want the thoughts while I'm on the toilet. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. man. Nice. nice. Um, okay. Oh, of course, people at home. Uh, 
subscribe to us on YouTube because we're going to be doing our live streams on YouTube from now on. So you'll get notified when that happens. Subscribe to us on all good podcast apps. Mm-hmm. You've got your Spotify, you've got your Apple Music, you've got whatever the other podcast apps are. We are on Instagram. We are posting stuff all the day. We'll be posting some more of Sean's music on there, so have a look for that. We'll go on Facebook. That's our dirty plug over. Sean, if you could sum this podcast up in three words, what would it be? Three words. Three words. Oh, God. People. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. That's awesome. I like that. Matthew. Uh, Um... Blue Hawaii isolation. <laughs> <laughs> these are really creative. That tickles you. Yeah, that, that, that's very like creative. These is good. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, just a simple. Sean is awesome. Yeah. Oh, Bam. There you go. So thank you very much for listening, watching at home in the future. I hope you're having a good day, evening, whatever. We've had Sean Rogan on today. Please go and check out his music online. There's going to be more of that stuff coming, I'm sure. Matthew Campbell, thank you for being here. You're a hero, as always. Uh, George and James, thank you at the back. Um, We'll see you all next week. We have Anna McLucky on next week, who who is in the band with Sean. Don't say she (laughs) should check them out. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to have Anna on next week. She's going to be chatting about her new album. Uh, Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Matt. Thank Thank you, you, everyone else. We'll see you all uh, next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to catch up on new episodes every week. Also, check us out on our Facebook and Instagram at Rec Rooms, where you can find out about our other exciting music series. We also have this and all our other episodes of the podcast up on our Rec Rooms YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. See you next time.